This episode of Bookmarked is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash bookstacked. That's audibletrial.com slash bookstacked. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everyone, to this impromptu bonus episode of Bookmarked. We haven't planned this episode out too much, but we did just want to take like a little bit of time to talk about the Hunger Games prequel, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Did I say that correctly? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The Hunger Games prequel, which is coming out, uh, I guess, well, when we're recording it, it's a month away. But by the time this is released, it's going to be next week, which is crazy to think about i remember when they still announced that book and it's just it's come by so quickly and especially with everything that's been going on lately it almost just feels like it's crept up on us so yeah we just kind of want to share our thoughts and feelings about the book we are going to be doing a full length review and discussion of the book in june but until then uh we figured we'd capture how we're feeling before we read the book and so anyway before we dive into all that let's go ahead and introduce everybody who's here my name is saul and we have Addie. hi guys eleanor hello spencer hello everyone michael mary hi and for the first time ever we have brigitte hi i said that correctly right yes Okay, awesome. (laughs) Brigitte, she reviews books at Bookstack. She's been with us for a year. Has it been a year? I think we're coming on to a year, yeah. Yeah, It's been a while, but we've loved having you, and this is your first time on the podcast. Um, So welcome. We're excited to have you. So we have done an episode on the Hunger Games prequel before, like when the news first dropped and we were kind of reacting. And at the time, we really didn't know much about it. But now we know a lot more. Uh, We know, for example, that it's going to be about President Snow, which is kind of, I don't think anybody was really expecting that. We know that he's going to be much younger, obviously, because it's a prequel. But one of the big sort of twists, I guess, of the premise is that he was a mentor in the Hunger Games. That's something else that we've learned. This book is going to be following his journey as a mentor and kind of giving us a a clear view of his early political start. So that said, just how do you guys feel about this book? Did your feelings change from when you first heard about the announcement to when they announced that it was going to be about President Snow? Like, Just what are your initial thoughts? I am scared. (laughs) (laughs) I read The Hunger Games probably when I was about 12 or 13, whenever they first came out. And then obviously it's been such a massive thing and I really loved it. And now I'm a bit worried that it's going to get tainted by whatever is going to happen in this prequel. (laughs) I was really excited um, when I first heard it it was dropping. And then once I read it was going to be about President Snow, I was just like, "Uh, maybe I shouldn't read it or maybe I'm not as interested in it anymore. So 
I don't know. It might have skewed my view now that it's about President Snow. Yeah, I was excited, but then they released that preview that we could read and then found out about President Snow being a mentor. And I was like, this is not what I expected. Wasn't very happy about it. When it was first announced and everyone was speculating, like everyone thought it was going to be a bit mags or whatever. It was really exciting thinking, cool, we're going to see something like interesting, a character that wasn't like a major, major character, but someone that you would want to know more about. I think it's just part of now this bigger thing where it's like why can't villains just be villains anymore we always need to have their backstory well they always need to be a hero first for some reason you know snow was fine in the original three books he had a beginning a middle and end he had a perfect character arc as a bad guy like i don't want to see him as a good guy for a change yeah i don't want any sympathy to be created for him like i'm happy that he's evil (laughs) that's enough for me yeah i feel like in a way and please don't hate me for this. It's going to be like the Star Wars prequels one through three, because we got to see how Anakin became Darth Vader. So in this, we're going to see how President Snow went from a mentor to like basically the most hated person in the entire series. So I don't want any sympathy for him. My thing about this is, you're all saying like, oh, he's suddenly becoming a hero, a good guy. But I also don't want it to like skew what is already canon in the three books. So I feel like it might have a way of doing that. Yeah. Are you kind of maybe kind of like some of the criticisms that have been that have been voiced about the Harry Potter Wizarding World series in recent years, right? With as she's yeah. been adding through Potter more and Fantastic Beasts, it's just kind of maybe yeah, cheapened not- the story of a little bit potentially. Yeah, like there's like contradictions in what like J.K. Rowling's been releasing through Pottermore and, and everything else that she's been releasing lately. And I feel like that might occur with the new book and with making Snow, you know, a more sympathetic character that it might kind of invalidate what happened in the three books, if that makes sense. I definitely think that's a that's something probably a lot of people are feeling, especially again after after Harry Potter and everything. It's just on people's minds right now when they when they see that the book is going to be about President Snow. Yeah, I was going to say, just to Addie's comments, that I think like that's a really fair concern with any prequel, and especially one that nobody asked for. You know what I mean? Like, at least with <laughs> Harry Potter, there was always interest when I was reading them. Like, oh, I wonder what, you know, what it was like for the Marauders or for Dumbledore, etc. Whereas when I was reading The Hunger Games, I never had that instinct to want to go back in the story. Um, if anything, I'd like to see more of a look into the future and the changes that happened as a result of Katniss's story. So I'm yeah apprehensive of a prequel that I never even wanted. I mean, I feel like I'm in the minority that sort of wanted a prequel, but not like a specific person's history. Like I want like an overall history as to like what led to the districts being each district and like why they're the way they are and what led up to the revolution that created the Hunger Games. That's what I was hoping for. I have to confess that I I never actually read all of the Hunger Games because when they came out, I wasn't really that into reading. And then I just watched the movie because I wasn't that into dystopian, into the dystopian genre for a while. Um, But I'm always apprehensive of an author adding to canon years after the books have been published because of the whole J.K. Rowling situation. So I, I'm not a big fan of revisionist canon, and I'm not really a big fan of going back to your world and not not necessarily branching out beyond that. Cassandra Clare also does this. She's just 
keeps writing about the same kind of world and characters. Yeah, those are some good points. I think basically after hearing everybody, it sounds like the feeling in the room is that people are not too excited to read the Hunger Games prequel, which is definitely a different vibe from what we had when it was first announced. I have to say I am excited to read it, but from more of like a... I, everything I've read by Suzanne Collins has been very good, so I'm curious to see like her next book. And I'm just interested in the Hunger Games in general, so I'm interested in seeing what she has to say. But like you guys, I'm very nervous and a bit uncomfortable about it. I think I wrote, was it? Uh, it's been a few months now, an article called Is the Hunger Games prequel destined or doomed to be the next Joker? Uh, there was all that controversy recently about the Joker movie uh, last year, and for me, when I saw that movie, they made the Joker a very sympathetic character and his actions very sympathetic for, for somebody who's killing people and stuff. And I don't know, I I don't want to rehash the entire article. I can link to it in the in the show notes. But that's kind of my worry is that they're going to frame somebody who is bad as a hero. And when you do that, I think you just kind of send mixed messages and signals and, and maybe what you're trying to say doesn't come across very well. So that th- those are my concerns with it. Um, but I'm still very interested in in reading it. And so now I'm kind of curious to ask all of you, even though we're all everybody is kind of like unsure about this book, will you be reading the book? Yeah, I'll definitely read it. I might wait to hear everybody else's opinion on how they feel. I just like to do that sometimes. But I'm kind of on the fence now where as before I was like, yes, I definitely want to read it. And now it's just like, I'll wait. I can wait a little bit to see how people feel about this book. I'll likely read it right off the start because the only thing that's exciting to me about it is the excitement. Like, I mean, I like being a part of a big release, just just bandwagon in on the hype. And the fact that I'm at home with nothing to do. And I think maybe it might benefit from from some of that at-home energy. Might as well read it. Looking forward to a distraction. I might read it eventually. Like, when it's... <laughs> not 11 pounds anymore (laughs) like I'll probably just wait and see how it's received and then I imagine that if it starts to get talked about a lot I'll want to join in and know what everyone's talking about (laughs) yeah I definitely will read it like I definitely will see what what, what's happening what it's all about because it's obviously going to be in our community such a like hugely important thing but I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it I mean we'll see maybe the whole thing about the hero thing as well that I was going to jump in with earlier is I'm wondering if that's like a misdirect. I think we've spoken about that before. Maybe that they're marketing it with the word hero in it to drum up the controversy and that he actually will just be like a horrific villain throughout the whole thing, which I think is a horrific marketing decision because, I mean, look at the... Like, no one wants to read it anymore since they've said that, so... No, that's a good point too. And it's a question I asked myself also when the reports first came out was how much of that is the marketing and how much of that is also the reporters who are working with the, the PR people at Scholastic to to market the book as well. So that's definitely a good point. All right. Interesting discussion. That just kind of gets us on the same page as we go into the book to know kind of how people are feeling. Like I said before, we're going to do a full review of the book and discussion of the book. That's going to be in June. So there'll be plenty of time to read the book in uh, basically after this episode is coming out. We do have another episode, which is uh, ironically going to be about Harry Potter. (laughs) You probably heard us mention Harry Potter several times in this episode and uh, sort of the central idea of the next episode is why do we talk about harry potter so much 
Uh, so we're going to answer that question and dive into that in the next episode. So that will be the next episode in your feed. And then following that uh, in June, we should have the discussion about the Hunger Games prequel. Thanks for joining us for this short and impromptu uh, bonus episode. And we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. for something to listen to after this podcast is over we always suggest reading a book and what better way to consume books than with audible in the subway or in the car when you're mowing the lawn or doing dishes it doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing you can always catch up on your tbr list with an audiobook and for listeners of this podcast audible is offering a free audiobook download when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash Audible selections includes books like Victoria Aveyard's Red Queen series and Tomi Ediemi's Children of Blood and Bone. Again, go to audibletrial.com slash bookstack for your free audiobook. And don't forget that even if you quit the trial, you get to keep the book.